What is up, Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Birdie here. In this episode, we are going to talk about sales psychology. We create the content. We create the product. How do we turn more people from they don't know us to prospects to customers who pay us for what we do? That's what we're going to talk about in this episode. Our guest who joins us today is the founder and CEO over at Divine Social. She believes that entrepreneurs and businesses can change the world, and her mission is to support them along the way. She does this through Instagram, Facebook ads. She's got a whole bunch of certifications and all those, has $4 million in ad campaigns running and chugging along. She's also the co-host over at the Social Media Marketing Happy Hour podcast, where she is a valuable resource for listeners who are seeking help with social media traffic and advertising strategies. Our guest who joins us in this episode is none other than Tracy Reuter. Tracy, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mark. I'm happy to be here. It's going to be a fun time. Tracy, it is a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success. And sales psychology is such an important concept for us to grasp. It allows us to speak in the potential customer's language so we can better position ourselves. So a big part is that journey that customers go through. And I think people have a vague idea like, oh, the customer journey. Yeah. (laughs) But what does that actually entail? Oh my gosh. Well, there's, there's a lot to it and I'll try to break it down and make it simple. And I, I think I bring a unique perspective. Uh, back before I did all the things that you said so kindly on the intro, I used to run a division of a tiny little company called AT&T and I ran the sales division over there. And so I bring to our clients at Divine Social, I bring a combination of sales, um, really deep sales knowledge as well as marketing strategy. So it's always kind of interesting um, you know, to start to talk about this. So Um, back, you know, I don't remember when I started, started, you know, talking about this, but most people are familiar with the phrase, um, know, like, and trust, right? All things being equal, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. Um, but I always thought there was a missing link to that mark. Um, and this gets into sales psychology. We'll get there in a second, but you know, the, the truth is, is that people do business, all things being equal, people do business with people they know, they like, they trust, and they remember. This part's really important because at the zero moment of truth, right? If you Google, you know, the, the customer journey, there's that thing called the Z-Mod, zero moment of truth. When somebody's ready to buy, if they don't remember you, then they may not ever buy from you, even if they know, like, and trust you. And so this is where sales psychology comes into play. Um, and I'm going to talk about it specifically from a, a paid social standpoint, because that's where we use it. If that's, if that's cool with you. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So no, like trust and remember, remembers it remembers an important thing, right? So if you think about it this way, you, um, let's say that you are a plumber, right? You've got a plumbing business and, um, you know, you've got your magnets, you've got your flyers, you're doing all these things. You're telling people about your stuff. Um, and you know, your, um, you know, you've got, you've done a really good job with your marketing, right? So, you know, your magnet is on your neighbor's, uh, refrigerator and all that. Well, let's, so you're a plumber, <clears throat> I don't really know you other than your magnets, but my brother's a plumber. Well, let's not use brother. It's a bad example. Let's use, uh, you know, my best friend's husband's a plumber and they never talk about their business ever. So in the middle of the night, I have a, I have a pipe break and um, I'm, I'm in an emergency, right? It's zero moment of truth. I need help. Who am I going to call at that moment? Am I going to call somebody that is a plumber that never talks about their business? I forgot that they're a plumber. Or am I going to call the guy who's constantly mailing me, whose magnet with his number is on my refrigerator? Like I'm going to, I'm going to go to the person I remember. 
right? And so we, we want to be able to use, by understanding that, um, we want to be able to use marketing in a way, we want to use our advertising, our content amplification in a way that we tap in to that, um, you know, where people are in the journey, right? We talk about customer journey all the time, like you said it, everyone's talking about it. But back in the day when I was working at AT&T, I trained my salespeople. One of the things we talked about was when people buy, right? So let me ask you, Mark, do you, do you know when people buy? They buy when they need something or when they want something. Good answer. It was not a trick question, right? <laughs> people buy when they're ready to buy, right? I, 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 you know, that's kind of like the magic thing. Like, how am I going to know when they're ready to buy? Well, they're ready to buy when they're ready to buy. There's life, you know, there's things that happen all the time. So if you think about ready to buy as a clock, right? So let's think of a clock. Ready to buy is midnight or 12 o'clock noon. It's 12 o'clock. If I come into your world, if I come into your ecosystem at one o'clock, you have to get me to 12 o'clock for me to be ready to buy, right? So how do, you, how do you do that? How do you use digital marketing? How do you leverage sales psychology to do that? So, so that's kind of the principles. Does that all make sense? Like that's kind of yeah. what we're thinking when we're building out these things. And a lot of people never think this, right? They, 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 they create some amazing content. They put a few dollars behind it in an ad amplification and a couple people buy and they think it's a flop. Well, it wasn't necessarily a flop. It's just that a couple people were at 12 noon or at 12 midnight, like they were at 12 o'clock. They weren't ready yet to buy. So what do you do to move people through? And so this, this kind of becomes a, you know, this becomes a process of really understanding the different levels of awareness and where people are in the process and really having a strategy to move people from unaware, unready to, uh, you know, maybe lukewarm starting to get to know you to that ultimate 12 o'clock, the clock strikes 12 and they buy from you, which is what we're trying to do. Right. So that's kind of, that's kind of the, the whole mindset behind this. If hopefully that makes sense to you. And I really love the remember part because people, I feel like know, like, and trust, like we have that ingrained. You hear it a lot. If you haven't heard it yet, it is Tracy's first time telling you, you're going to hear it from so many other people, but remember is not a word that you usually hear. And to really encapsulate this point, I'm not at the age yet where I could think about this, but think about a high school or college reunion. And you meet up with someone from like 20 years from now, you know, like, and trust them during your time in high school or college, depending on the reunion, but maybe you forgot about them. So in a similar way, you have to be the person who, not only do you get no like, trust and you have to be, remembered and part of a way you can do that is through paid advertising so i'm wondering if you could share the strategies to be remembered because there's so many influencers like our podcast for instance we're not the only game in town there are so many other shows so many other people doing stuff we do how do we build up that remember factor yeah so a lot of that is is really crafting messages to um, meet people where they're at, right? So, so a lot of times when somebody's just getting started, um, you know, maybe you have a low budget, you really haven't done a whole lot with paid amplification, paid social, paid advertising, and you know, maybe what you do is you launch an ad. Well, it's very, very difficult. And there's some people out there that talk about how you can have one ad and it covers everything. And, and that's, that's uh, very difficult to do. Let's just put it that way. There are very, very few people that can actually do that. And, um, and I mean, we're, we're, I would consider us experts and we don't run one ad, you know, the, the one ad to serve all. It doesn't really work that way. So, so what you need to think about is, is what are the messaging points? Um, 
that you want to communicate with people at the different stages. So one of the things we coach our clients on all the time is, um, oh gosh, one of my favorite books of all times, Mark, is called uh, The Seven, uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, right? Stephen Covey, classic. If you haven't read it, read it. It's a great book. But we always talk about the concept of begin with the end in mind. So if the end in mind is a sale, you want somebody to do business with you, you want them to buy your stuff or you know, join your program or whatever it is that you're doing, start working backwards, okay? So if that's the ultimate end goal, what has to happen right before that and right before that and before that? And you start kind of backing up and you're like, what information? So if you met me at a, at a, um, at a party, right? We're at a party. Let's say we're, you know, we can have parties again, right? And you meet me at a party and um, I am a perfect prospect for you. What do I need to know that would help me move to the next level? Now, sometimes um, it's really simple. You can just, you know, show up and throw up, but most of the time that's not going to be the case. There's, there's usually um, some kind of a discovery that I have to make, right? So if you start with the end of mind and then you start working backwards, then you can start to think about, oh gosh, somebody probably needs to be at this point. Like they need to be, um, they need to know that they have a problem, right? They need to know that they have a problem and that there's a solution to the problem. Or they need to know that um, there is a solution to their problem. They just don't know that I have a solution to their problem. So th that whole process comes from a book called Breakthrough Advertising. It's a classic. Um, and in that book, again, it, well, that's a book that, you know, to get a, a, a print of it, it's like $400, but you can get some, you can get some black market reprints of that book. But, it, you know, if you go through it, he talks about the five levels of awareness. And what's really, really important is when you're crafting these advertising campaigns, when you're going to invest your money into trying to grow your business faster by using paid ads, you want to be creating content and ad campaigns at, to address each of the different levels of awareness. Okay. So um, let's go, I'll, go, I'll go through them really quick. Right. So the first one is um, the first one is unaware. This is where somebody has no idea um, that they have a problem. They don't know, you know, they don't, they don't have a need. They have nothing. That's the hardest to crack, right? That's the hardest place to, to start. Um, you can do it. You can do it with, um, usually informational, entertaining, some kind of demonstration where you can put videos in front of people that have never heard of what you do. They don't even know that they need it. And then they can suddenly go from, you know, from being asleep to being midnight, the clock striking 12, because they see it the first time. And they're like, oh my God, that's amazing. I have to have it. Well, the thing is, is that in a situation like that, about 2% of the time, you're going to actually have sales targeting people at that unaware stage, right? And this is where people give up. They're like, oh gosh, it didn't work. I spent all this money. I didn't get anything. Well, you, you, didn't, you didn't hit the, the, the level of awareness. You didn't hit the sales psychology process in the right way. If you have the expectation with an ad being served to somebody who's unaware, thinking you're going to sell, you have the wrong expectation. All you should be doing at that point is tapping into uh, curiosity, tapping into an introduction phase, kind of like, hey, did you know that this existed? Or, hey, here's this story or um, where you're just kind of at a very high level. This is where we start using, you know, the acronyms, uh, you know, tofu, mofu, and bofu, right? Top of funnel, middle of funnel, bottom of funnel. So the unaware stage, it's very, very much top of funnel. They're not, they don't know about you. They don't know about their problems. And so you want to be able to have an ad or content that you're sharing with them to educate somebody, to move them to the next step. So your, your expectation as the advertiser, as the business owner, shouldn't necessarily be to convert at that stage. It should really be to create some awareness because we, we're talking to unaware people. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, cool. 
So the next stage is going to be where somebody knows that they have a problem or they know that they, they, they need something, right? So this is, this is, um, I'm trying to think of a great example that we would use. Um, so like I had a problem last week, my dryer broke, like all of a sudden, you know, the couple of days before I didn't, I was unaware. I didn't have a problem. I didn't know I needed something, right? It was great. Well, my dryer broke and suddenly I am aware that there's a problem. Well, you know, do, am, am I aware of if you, let's say you, you had the, like the latest technology in dryers. <laughs> if I, if you hadn't been serving me something during the unawareness stage, I wouldn't think about you during that no like trust and remember stage. Right? So the, the, um, the second stage, the second place that people are at is this place where they know they have a problem, but they don't necessarily know a solution exists. So maybe in you know, the dryer example, it's not another dryer. It could be a whole new technology um, that's just been developed that dries clothes better, faster, and protects the environment. You know, I don't know. I don't know if that exists. Maybe it exists, right? But unless, unless you're talking to me during that unawareness stage, I'm not going to know about it, right? So let's say, you know, you start, when you start using sales psychology, when somebody is problem aware, now it's slightly different than it is in unawareness because you don't have to educate me from the beginning. You're educating me about a problem I already know exists, right? Or I already know that I have. Um, and so that conversation is going to be a little bit different. Your content that you're going to put in front of people, um, it, it's going to be a little bit more pointed than it is when somebody's at that unawareness stage, right? Because I know, I know, I know that I have a problem. I just have no idea how to fix it. So that's stage two. The next stage after that is when somebody is, they are solution aware. So I'll stick with the, the terrible dryer example for a minute. It's a terrible <laughs> example, but I'm going to stick with it. I've committed, right? So now I'm, I'm solution aware. I, I, I have a broken dryer. I know that there's this new technology. Um, I've heard about it. I've heard that there's this new latest and greatest thing that isn't a regular dryer. doesn't plug in, doesn't need gas. It's just, you know, I don't know, maybe it's called the sun, right? Something like that. Well, let's just say you are one of three companies that does that. Well, now when you're, when you're running campaigns to me at this level, I know I have a problem. I know solutions exist. I just don't know about your solution. Hmm. So now what you're doing, your campaigns, your ads, your messaging is introducing people to you, to your solution, why you're different, why you can solve their problem better than the competitor could. So, you know, we're moving through that, that the psychology of where the buyer is because everybody's at different stages of the journey. So it's, this is really, this becomes really powerful when you combine this with the customer journey on top of the levels of awareness, they map out really, really well. So that's, that's the, um, <clears throat> that's the solution aware stage. The next is the next stage after that in the psychology and the, and the levels of awareness is somebody that really, they, they know they have a problem. They know that solutions exist and they know about your solution. They've heard about it, but they're not convinced yet. Right? So you're going to talk to those people, your, your messaging, the content that you serve up in front of them, it's going to be different than the content that you served up to somebody who knew there's a problem, but knew nothing about a solution. Right? So it, it, you can kind of see how this is kind of going along, but a lot of times, again, going back to the fact that we think we can create one piece of content that's going to serve it all. Um, and nine times out of 10, that's not, it's really not going to be as effective as if you took the time to actually mapped out your content and messaging and amplification to match each of these stages. I love that. And being, I feel like a lot of people, they just think about top of funnel, the unaware phase, and then maybe they get people on their email list, but they don't see, like, you're not going to get an ROI if you only focus on the unaware stage, because you have to go through all those other stages Tracy mentioned. And sometimes it's worth creating content that tackles each of those stages. So 
on YouTube, which is where I'm pretty active. I have videos like, you know, how to get more book sales, but I have some videos that cater more to the buyer, like core questions. Like one of my videos is like, should you hire an audiobook narrator? Because I narrate other people's audiobooks. And that video doesn't have as much views as other content on my channel, but it's very clear the type of viewer that video gets. So you have to keep creating content that caters to all those different areas. And for a lot of people advertising, if you can do it yourself, or if you could go to someone like Tracy to help you out with that, it is something that can build up very nicely over time, but you have to keep all of the stages of the journey in mind with your psychology. Yeah, you really do. And, and one of the things that we've done to simplify all of this is, is we've, we've created something that I, I call it the three pillars. It, it really should be three buckets, but it's three pillars of successful social ads. And, you know, you overlay this, like just overlay it onto the, to the, um, to the sales psychology, to the customer journey, the levels of awareness, but the three pillars or buckets, if you will, um, are um, audience building, engagement and conversions, right? So if you think of it this way, um, it's most people when they're ready, you know, if you're newer in your business and you know you need to get into paid ads, uh, most people are going to go straight to the conversions. They want to make they want to make a profit, which of course, right? We, that's, you know, unless you're a nonprofit, like we all want to make a profit. There's nothing wrong with that, right? I am a capitalist at heart. So, but we, we go straight for the kill and then we don't understand why it's costing so much. Like our cost per acquisition is higher than we want it to be, or people aren't buying fast enough. We're, we've missed we've missed the other two pillars, which are incredibly important because they feed that final, you know, the, the um, holy grail of conversions. And so audience building and engagement is really, really important because the, what you do during those two phases is you're really addressing these different levels of the customer journey. You're addressing the different levels of awareness and you're, you're um, speaking to psychology of where that potential buyer is by how, you know, creating audiences. And, and when I, when I talk about audience building, I'm talking about just, you know, from a paid ad standpoint, what we do with that is we're just, we're getting content, typically video content in front of people who are highly likely to be interested in what we're talking about. And we're just casting our net to see who's going to respond. We're just trying to get people that maybe have never been exposed to the brand before to engage at some kind of a level. And what that's doing is that's building an audience of people who have been introduced to the brand. And then we can start moving them into the engagement phase where we're moving them one step closer to actually purchasing. And if it's done right, Mark, here's the cool part. If it's done right with the copy and the strategy and all that, what happens is, is over time, you have this machine that you could actually start to see conversions during the audience building phase and conversions during the engagement phase, not just during the conversion phase, which is really what we're all after. But we, we, you know, we put the cart before the horse when we try to go, you know, we try to go straight to getting people to buy without warming them up and honoring and respecting the fact that they might not, they might be at one o'clock and we have some work to do to get them to, to strike 12. I mean, I've had some people who they buy a book or course or coaching or audiobook narration years after they first come across my content. So you don't want to rush people into making a decision because they could just easily go to someone else. So just understand people at their different timelines. That's why it's important to keep building the audience because some people will be at one o'clock. Other people will be at 11 PM using the clock analogy. Right. And I want to go into the audience building a little bit because I feel like we've been talking heavily about the engagement, just like the whole journey 
and how it leads to conversions. For someone who is starting fresh and they don't really have much of an audience or they just feel like there's a lot of room for improvement, what would you say are some good audience building strategies? That's a great, great question. Okay, so audience building is incredibly important. And, and one of the reasons we use paid paid traffic, we do paid social, um, is because this is the, this is the way to um, go faster. You'll, it will take forever if you're doing this organically. And if, you're, if you really, if you've got the, the money to invest, then I highly recommend doing this. So some audience building strategies, one of the things that we have found to be absolutely the most effective is to use video campaigns. Um, video campaigns typically um, with some type of, um, you know, going back to the whole concept of top of funnel, um, with with top of funnel type content, so uh, you know it could be it could be aspirational content. We do uh, we do a lot of work with um, creative businesses, so arts and crafts. Um, artists, that type of stuff. We do, we happen to do a lot in that space. So a lot of times what we'll do um, for audience building is we'll have some kind of a cool project. We'll have some kind of a cool aspirational video that we know are going to get eyeballs. And then what we'll do is we will launch that using very specific targeting based upon you know, the client's ideal prospect. Um, and we'll start to test that. We'll just start putting that in front of them. And what we're looking for, what we consider audience building is we're looking for a few things. We're looking for people who are going to watch that video, right? We want, we want watchers. Um, we want people who are going to like, comment, and share. Um, and we want people who are going to either, if we have a website there, we want them to click through the website or we want them to like our page. So that anytime we take somebody who is truly what we would consider cold traffic, they have no idea who you are. They're complete strangers. Anytime they take one step towards us, they are now part of our audience that we can then retarget with some engagement and move them through to the next stage. So we want to focus on building as much, we want to, we want to create as much um, engagement, if you will, at that top of funnel to those cold people, because now what's happening is we're starting to balloon out our audiences. You may not, they may not go to your email list. And to me, that's actually email list is further down the funnel. This is very, very, when I talk, when I say top of funnel, this is like, this is as top as it gets, right? Cause we're talking social advertising. We're not talking Google ads. Um, Google ads. If you, if you took that approach with Google, it would, you'd go broke. Like this wouldn't work in Google, but this works on platforms like Instagram. This works on Facebook. This works on Pinterest. This works on Snapchat. It works on all like the social, the social platforms. This works. So the best thing you can do is to, to really think through, go back to that whole concept of begin with the end in mind and kind of work your way back to somebody who has never heard of you or never even seen what you do. What could you put in front of them for them to stop the scroll and say, huh, that's really cool. And they might continue to scroll after that, but they stopped long enough that they are now part of your audience of people who have had one touch point with you. Does that make, does that answer your question, Mark? Is that helpful? Yeah. I mean, I think a big theme of this is stop the scroll. Yeah. How do we get people to actually pay attention to us? Video campaigns uh, for Tracy and the people she's worked with, they have worked very well. I've heard very similar uh, conclusions from other people. So definitely think about a video campaign. And again, video is the most engaging form of content. It's why I'm doing breakthrough success. It's why I'm active on YouTube. It's why I'm also on Medium and other blocking places because you want to create content across all those platforms so you reach even more people. And as you reach more people, 
you put more people into the customer journey and you get more sales. That's how you have a successful business chugging along. So what Tracy's been able to do for herself and clients. Tracy, for people who want to learn more about all the work you're doing, where do you suggest we go? Well, I've got a couple of things that we can do, Mark. So number one, I've got a great, um, on our website, we have some resources. I actually have a free mini course going deeper into the three pillars. So if you want to go deeper, um, it's a free uh, video series and you've got some worksheets that go with that. Um, if you go to divinesocial.com forward slash breakthrough, I have that um, especially for your audience. Um, so you can go deeper on the subject. And then if you are somebody who is already running ads, let's say that you are, you're, you know, you're investing about two to $3,000 a month on your ads and you want um, my eyes on it, I'd be happy to do a quick audit to kind of give you an idea of, you know, are you on track with the with using sales psychology? Are you on track with your buckets, like making sure that you're utilizing things like the pillars? So if you're, if you are running ads, uh, so I'm going to do this specifically for your audience, Mark, if they, if you're, if you are running ads already, you're spending a couple thousand dollars a month, then email me directly at Tracy, T-R-A-C-I. So that's Tracy with an I at divinesocial.com, D-I-V-I-N-E social.com. And I'd be happy to set up a 15 minute um, audit and just kind of take a look and give you some feedback to let you know, um, maybe a couple of tweaks that you could make that could really make all the difference in getting more sales out of your, out of your paid social. Tracy, you've given us a lot of great resources. We will stuff all of those in the show notes. Breakthrough Success listeners, thank you guys for joining us in another episode. And thank you, Tracy, for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Mark. It was a great time.